0: How is a DAO different than a grocery co-op?
1: Well, you know, the the real thing about a co-op is that you still have management, right? You still have, you know, there's still a bank account. There's still an LLC, generally, structure. And there's still people that have the ability to actually cut checks to vendors, decide upon pricing. I do think, honestly, the tradition of a grocery co-op is, in fact, quite a radical thing. And I honestly think of a DAO as an attempt to kind of build upon it. We think of a grocery co-op as being kind of a hippie and leftist phenomenon, A lot of blockchain stuff is kind of libertarian and wild west. I do think that of all the concepts that have come out of blockchain land, the DAO is the most lefty in its intellectual origins.
0: Marcus remove specifics and convert to ambiguities. That's a very oblique strategy. I like it because I have a question for you. And so we'll we'll try to keep that in mind. Okay. What is a DAO? A DAO is an acronym,
1: stands for Decentralized Decentralized Autonomous 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 Organization. Organization. And it was a kind of a pure concept, even as recently as pre-2015, 2016, early Ethereum, uh, Vitalik, Vitalik Buterin wrote about it.
0: Oh, the creator of Ethereum, who can multiply three-digit numbers in his head.
1: You had a lot of money pile into the first DAO that they called the DAO. Yeah.
0: It was a singular. It was one thing. Yeah,
1: the, the first one of it was just called This Is The One. This is the decentralized autonomous organization.
0: So wait, was the idea of it already around as a broad category? It was. Okay, yeah, it yeah, wasn't it like was the a... first one was, it wasn't like Jesus Christ.
1: Lots of things in, in crypto have worked this way. It was a lot of like, you know, list serve emails or blog posts and people kind of conceptually saying this could exist. And then someone just trying it in practice. <laughs>
0: Marcus, 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 I'd like to welcome you to Experimental Garden Group. Oh,
1: I mean, you're welcoming me, Mike. I would like to say I'm welcoming you to Experimental Garden Group. I mean,
0: I guess that's the problem with the decentralized group. It's hard to say exactly where it started. I'm Mike Merrill. I'm most known as the world's first publicly traded person, which is not Uh, a crypto project. uh, And now I work at Roll, which builds social token tools and Uh, infrastructure.
1: I am Marcus Estes, a uh, high school dropout. Would you like some fries to go with that? From Alabama, that has uh, operated a blockchain company called Chroma uh, for nearly a decade. Uh, Mike and I go way back, and this project is the latest of a constantly evolving series of conversations and sort of collaborations around the weird things about uh, communities and. Capital.
0: People should listen to this podcast because Marcus and I have a history of accidentally being right about things way too early, which is honestly to say Marcus is right about something way too early and drags me along kicking and screaming. It does feel like with what we're covering now, we are potentially more topical than ever. And yet I still feel like we're going to have to do so much explanation. You know, a thought that's occurred to me is that that power of
1: of kind of like cultural uh, soothsaying, I may just be getting less cool as I age. And so just kind of naturally harmonizing with the trends. right? So I can like, maybe this time we can time it in such a way that we're speaking about things that make sense over the next year. I'd like to think that's true. And I would also say, Mike, that this project of yours, K-Mike-EM, and I think we're 10 years in, right? Is that roughly the case? 11, K-Mike-EM. I think. Yeah. So- your, your project to essentially securitize yourself through selling shares to the public in order to have them help you govern the decisions in your life, turning yourself into a stock market. Truly wild idea, a combative and conceptual idea. It's gotten you a lot of attention, rightly so, over time. And I think that it's making more sense to everyone I think that you have been running something like a DAO for your own life for all of these years. And I think
0: you've been ahead of the game. I think you're kind of a godfather.
1: You can act like a man. What's the
0: matter you? The trick is do something for 11 years and then someone might give you a job. Take this job and shove it. Why do we need a DAO to solve whatever problems a DAO is solving? It's a great question, Mike. I think uh, philosophically...
1: Um, the different scales of DAOs are attacking different problems, right? But I I think I would immediately go to this, which is the coordination of human labor. And if we think about the ways that we coordinate human labor today, the by far the most, I suppose you could say successful or impactful form is the corporation. Get a job. Yeah. So um, most of us are employed by organizations that are not decentralized nor autonomous. They are very centralized, very authoritarian. This is the joke of capitalism is that it's like outside of the corporation, you've got this wild west of even playing fields and anyone is as much of a a king or queen as anyone else. But inside of the corporation, it's a total dictatorship, right? So DAOs are attempting to use different mechanisms to coordinate human labor that don't rely on corporate ownership and that system of law. We've transferred some of the legal systems that have ascribed towards equity which of course that was an invention of the since the 1600s the joint stock corporation right the dutch sea trading company we've got a new idea which means maybe we get some of the some of that law ported to code that we disregard the notion of joint ownership through stock of a company and we try to coordinate through other means and so the problem is trying to solve is can we i guess what make things together um better
0: Let's say I want to start my own grocery co-op, but I want to do it fully in code. What would a grocery co-op look like as a DAO?
1: Well, in a concrete way, this is going to be a bit challenging. And we're going to be discussing, I think, a lot of this on the show. A DAO, a lot of times, the power that the DAO has to buy stuff, invest in stuff, and to move money, it's, it's kind of in this mirror world of pure blockchain. So 99, perhaps 0.9% of DAOs really couldn't operate a grocery store because they have the free ability to, you know, vote on cool stuff. But when it comes to choose a farmer, those those decisions, you've got to kind of jump a, lo- a large divide, frankly, to get there. Not to say that it can't be done.
0: Couldn't the farmer just put up a proposal to be the vendor and then that gets voted on? Here we
1: go. So the right answer for that is it would not merely have to transform the structure of the retail shop, essentially. But a proper DAO would have to be a blockchain-enabled supply chain. And you're right. So if all the participants, all the vendors were also kind of willing to do their contracts and agreement on chain, um, we're talking about a level of kind of transformation into this new model that's pretty participatory for a bunch of pretty traditional supply chain actors.
0: So the ability to get something to pass, because all of this is voting with the number of ownership that I have and I represent yeah traditionally with a token so a, a DAO is made up of x number of tokens held by y number of people
1: broadly speaking yes there's a bunch of different ways to design them but um a, the the thing i think you'd find irreducible is some form of a token structure I'll tell you some variations that exist you've got uh sometimes you've got shares that are voting shares voice this is actually a bit libertarian speak voice and exit uh, in other words, please listen to me because I have some way to voice my opinion or else I will exit. And the capital, right? So the capital is an important part of that. Through the capital, you have some, the shares concept tends to be, this is how my voice interacts with the capital. Although again, there's some examples where there's like money isn't a huge concern, right? People voting on the best joke or this kind of thing. It's hard to draw the right circle around the whole thing that captures everything because there's just so much experimentation out there
0: right now. Recently in the news... Wyoming allowed or created a legal structure known as a DAO. And I was just thinking the analogy of that in in the way that you were struggling to define exactly what a DAO is, it would be pretty difficult to describe exactly what an LLC is or can do.
1: I think you'd have an easier time if you asked a lawyer and a legal scholar, you would speak about the history of the LLC and its effort to actually limit liability inside of a partnership trust. Kind of the cool thing about law is it's almost like the, you know, it's an operating system of, you know, American business, right? You've got the government providing strong guardrails and court systems kind of defining those rails uh, in a fluid way over time. So LLCs are not ensconced in the law in this way that you would expect, where it's not like Congress said, there shall be LLCs. They're sort of, in a sense, invented by industry and ratified by the courts.
0: So the difference would be... A LLC is defined by its interpretable law, whereas a DAO is defined by its running code. Code, yeah. I
1: mean, this is the cute thing about it. A a DAO might actually have an associated LLC. There's a huge, interesting relationship there. And that's how you get towards trying to think about how you'd run a, a grocery store. But importantly, most DAOs don't have a legal structure, and that's what's wild about them. It's just pure code.
0: So going back to the first DAO. The DAO. The DAO. The problem that existed there was bad code.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, bad code, exactly. It was hacked. Hike the planet! Hike the planet! Shut up and get in the car!
0: In the same way that one might exploit and find a loophole in the law.
1: Oh, that's similar. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Excitement around DAOs seems to be at such a insane fever. I can't possibly imagine the same excitement around the initial launch of the LLC. I think you're right.
1: Although, certainly amongst those classic titans of industry or people that were on the business side... The LLC does some cool things like from tax structure, like, believe me, there was a crew of people that were excited about this, like it was going to set them up better financially to run certain types of businesses.
0: I would agree that the LLC has had a larger impact on society so far.
1: So far, but are DAOs sexy? Like, yeah, we have a lot of collective hope behind what they might represent. There's a lot of buzz, excitement, energy, experimentation, playfulness. And my analysis of of that versus the LLC is like, let's look about one of the fundamental properties of an LLC is that it's actually kind of meant to be, you draw up your membership agreement and you can change it. But an LLC is not really meant to have a bunch of people own it. It's a little hard. You have to re-sign your your partnership agreement every time you do it. So it's meant to employ people. It's meant, you know, the classic small business owner where it's like, there's some guy with like a nice house and a car, and he's re- reaping the benefits of this business. And he's got a bunch of employees operating at, you know, frankly, whatever wage he can get away with. And so, the thing about DAOs that in theory and promise, what you have is an ownership economy thing. The meme is, wait a minute, I can go provide value to this group of people, and they're going to turn around and respect me by giving me a piece of it. And so, it's very much about us and what we're doing. DAOs, culturally, right now, I think are taking advantage of a latent desire in the populace to go beyond this sort of trickle-down amount of ownership that's available through stock market sort of structures and really think, how could we slice the pie up and blur the line between customer and owner? If I'm a user of this thing, why can't I have a piece? And if I, why can't I think of a way to help something that I like? There's more of a porous boundary between the edge of the company and the people that use and like the company. It's just this big welcoming, like, well, come join us, let's all build together. Can we be a DAO? Maybe I wouldn't be here if we, that wasn't where we were headed. I think not only can we, I think we have to do this. I think it's your destiny in particular, and it's mine to, uh, to pull you into it.
0: I'm gonna declare right now that we are a DAO, and it is going to be up to you to tell me how DAO we are.
1: I would first fill in some blanks here. I would say, in this sporting way, like the minimum viable Dow. So we've got a bunch of tooling lying around the web right now. There's all these companies that would like to help us do this. So if we if we choose one of these companies and at the at the very basic level, what we might do is like both agree to throw some money into a pot. And I, I think that's an essential principle, right? Like it's just a community bank account. Community of two at this point. So if you and I put the same amount of money into a quote unquote bank.
0: So by putting money in that buying some cryptocurrency converting our actual money into cryptocurrency and then moving that from our wallets into the DAO. If we decided, okay, well, that's not my
1: money. That's not your money. It's our money. You could critique it in 15 ways, but I think we would have a DAO.
0: Let's get beyond the early frenzy days and let's get to the fully saturated world of DAOs DAOs everywhere. What does that look like? And how is it a different way of operating than we have today?
1: we probably will find vastly improved ways to essentially capitalize upon a broader array of human potential. And I think that's a massive win, massive win. I think that we are wasting the energy that is latent in the talent of our citizens on planet Earth. On the other hand, we are absolutely talking about increased financialization of everything, And if we're not careful, a massive surveillance system laid upon it, and we might see some sort of like, you know, Chinese social credit, like melded with American capitalism in a way that would be truly dystopic. We probably are firing up the capitalist engines one way or the other. I'd like to think that if we lean a little harder on the collectivism tip, we reform some of the worst impulses of capitalism, get a broader sharing of the wins in a way that that is not quite so divisive.
0: Yeah, it should be Millions and millions of small DAOs, yeah. not the, the DAO. DAO. It
1: would be a bad thing because if we have like one DAO, it's probably run by a total psychopath.
0: Look at that subtle off-white coloring. a tasteful thickness of it. Oh my God. It even has a watermark. When I think about DAOs, it seems the closest I've ever seen to this idea that everything in the most general and ambiguous way could be as vague as a concept or idea becomes investable. As someone who has financialized myself, I think that there is a lot of exciting things and a lot of darkness in that idea.
1: When I think about Dao's, I think what if we made a kind of chimera, that sort of fantasy beast, right? Where we took a little bit of capitalism, we took a little bit of socialism and just tried some crazy freakoid new thing And we just don't know. The other thing I think of is completely unknown. I don't have strong convictions about what the outcome is here, but I do have strong convictions that experiments are are important, and I think this is a great one.
0: Next week, we're going to have a DAO, a real DAO. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to invest some of the DAO's money into something. Experimental Garden Group is hosted by me, Mike Merrill, and my former business partner, Marcus Estes, produced by Tom Carroll and engineered by Shadowband Inc., you can find us on Twitter at X Garden Group. That's the letter X Garden Group.